When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NHL Night, your host, the sports, a.k.a. Peter Lebowski, a.k.a. Jeremiah Maxwell. And with him, as always, maybe Perlo Wisdom and Rico and Barry. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. How's it going? Good, buddy. Sorry about the uh, the Thursday. We had a moose invasion, and uh, my dogs were just not going to settle down, and I just needed to be able to take care of them. So I apologize to everybody that happened. Uh, Just watched the Beanpot tournament. Northeastern wins in overtime with 28 seconds left to go. What a game. They have dominated this. And Boston University is a good team. They just beat Boston College. Uh, Very good team. Uh, Occupancy, welcome in, man. How's it going? Just telling Rico we canceled Thursday's show because I had a little moose invasion. I had to calm my dogs down. We had a moose come and eat off our tree here, and he was a little guy, but he was um, my dogs just didn't like it. And uh, I can't really do anything because it's about the size of a horse. Uh, I can shoot marbles at him, but the guy was it's the winter time, I don't really mess with them because they're really hungry and tired and stuff, so it's like I just let them eat off the tree. So anyway, I was just telling Rico here, I was watching the, uh, of course I watched NHL tonight, but, uh, I was watching the, uh, the, the, uh, bean pot tournament and Boston university just lost in overtime with 28 seconds left to go oh, um, what? to Northeastern Huskies, man. What a great game too. And every time, and, and by the way, Northeastern didn't lead at all in this game. The only time they've led was for the second they scored in overtime. So really insane, man. Um, What happened that weren't uh, like they let up a late goal or. No, I mean, it was three, three heading into overtime and they, and so in uh, college hockey, they only, especially these tournaments, they only can do uh, a five minute overtime and then they followed up with a shootout. So if it had not scored, it would have went to a shootout. But I'm telling you, man, this Rishkovian kid that's number 29, the captain of Northeastern, I do not believe he's been drafted. This kid is so good two-way. If you need a good two-way center that can play in the NHL, sign this kid. I mean, also I saw today on the news that it looks like they're not going to let CHL players after they're done playing in the juniors go play in the NCAA, which is absolute fucking horseshit. 
when we can look out for these kids, we don't. It just gives them another avenue if they're not going to play pro hockey. Let them go to college. Maybe they get a degree and do something good with it. I, I don't know. I don't know where you guys are on in that one. but uh, uh, That's a university thing because if you play junior, you have uh, free education in Canada for however many years you play. But in junior so it's protecting their universities that's why right but the u.s kids do they go to college in canada probably not right no of course not there's a lot of u.s kids that play in the chl so what they just got back to the states and their f now they can go to college but they can't play hockey for their college why not they're going to be 19 years old at the oldest but you you can go to your U.S. college if you want, but you're not going to get it for free. Where in if you play no, World no, Junior no, no. Hockey, so, Erlo, you cannot play. Uh, here, I'll drop you out. Occupancy. You cannot play. You cannot play hockey. No. What what they're what they're saying is they're not going to let you go to U.S. hockey if you go to World to to Juniors. That's what they're saying. Right, like they're not going to give it to you for free. Is it, am I oh, wrong here? No, you're misinterpreting. I mean. So because I don't know how. Okay, so. Oh, you're good, occupancy. You're fine, man. I'll put you. I'll put you back right in. You're you're fine. Anytime you drop out, I just take you off the screen, just in case if there's something going on. No worries. Sometimes you got to go. Uh, no. So, if you play in the CHL. For it's mm-hmm. you're considered a pro for whatever right. reason, so you're not eligible to play college hockey at all. They were trying to get that what? changed, but the fucking dickbags that run college hockey here don't want to do it. It would just it would just give those kids that that leave CHL oh. and don't go into the AHL, ECHL, NHL, play some foreign league that don't go play professionally somewhere else. An avenue to get. I understand what you're saying. They they can get a call. That's awesome. No, I, 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 I miss I miss I misunderstood what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. Stupid. You're okay. I, I knew you didn't. You weren't tracking. I didn't explain I, I, it. I, no. I, so I, hey, no, 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 that scored that overtime game winner for the. Uh, Northeastern Huskies in the Beanpot Championship. Pretty great game, man. Uh, can't wait to hear Colby Cohen's thoughts, BU grad. I know all the BU people are thumbed out. Real quick, Alex Petrangelo, Thousands game. What a stud. Absolute incredible defenseman. Two-time Stanley Cup champ, Olympic gold medalist. They're uh, giving him his just due right now. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, earlier nights tonight, I saw the Devils, Montreal, and there's a third team has not shut anybody out this year. Dawes had a really good game tonight. They ended up winning 3-1 to the Kraken. I don't know if you guys watched any of that. I watched most of that game. Coyotes were up three, kept getting leads, ended up losing 5-3 to the Flyers. I don't know all these pundits, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee. I'm talking to you, boys. The Flyers ain't falling off. I don't know what the F you're thinking. Uh, well, and, they, uh, are, they might be later, but they're not now. They're not now, for sure. I still think they make moves to trade pieces because they know where they're at. Now, that being said, uh, the Rangers shut out the Flames, the red-hot Flames, by the way. 
Uh, nice game for Shusterkin. They finally needed one from him. And then we've got the Wild and Gold Knights coming up. And we'll talk about tomorrow coming up. Uh, I did want to say one thing before I forget, and then I want you guys to talk about this Morgan Riley thing, and I will definitely get a video for it. Perlo, you asked me a question a while ago. When was the latest a team could add a player and they play in the playoffs? And the answer is the, it's the trade deadline day, so March 8th. So if it's a college free agent, if it's somebody you want to play in the playoffs – you have to sign them by the trade deadline day. Otherwise, you can you can sign guys afterwards, but otherwise they won't be eligible for the for the playoff roster. So, uh, leave that as the rule. Now there I, there might be some injury exceptions, like if you have injuries and you have that player in your system or whatever. But I do not believe if they're not, and that's just the trade deadline this year is March eighth. So. Yeah, uh, I agree with you, Doug. Doug says uh, um, the 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 Vegas Golden Knights are going to show up tonight or get goofy against the Wild five days after uh, this is their first game. Yep, I'm tracking, man. I, I get what you're saying. Okay. Uh, let me find uh, – oh, let me find uh, – the Morgan Riley hit on Riley Grigg, which I, I'll be honest with you guys, I want to show my ass a little bit on this one. I didn't realize it was that big a deal to shoot a puck in an empty net like that. But a lot of people I trust who played and are up there were like, no. It's taboo. It's taboo. taboo to There's no doubt about yeah. that. So you guys, tell tell me what your thoughts are. I'm gonna drop out real quick here. I'll come right back. I'm gonna. I'll come back with the video. But start off, Rico. You're the Leafs fan. Just give us your thoughts. Uh, were you pissed off? Just tell us. You just walk through the whole thing. Hey, Perlo. Hey, Ockpinsy. Good evening, fellas. Yeah, man. I mean, the first first thing I thought of was uh, in that barn in Ottawa, man. Like when I went and watched against Boston, there was a crap ton of Boston fans there too. So it was half littered with Leaf fans. So I think that was the first thought on the player, not really disrespecting like any of the Leafs or any of the players on the Leafs. I think he was just kind of sh trying to shut up the, the Toronto crowd that's been cheering on their team all game. So that kind of gets on Ottawa players' nerves, I think, too, every time the Leafs come in their barn and and try to take it over and stuff. So I, I don't think he was directing at that. And the kid's so young that he probably didn't think twice about, you know, the repercussions of that. But the one thing you, you saw Riley coming, and most of the time when you see somebody coming, you put your stick up a little bit or something just to protect your face a bit and not just think that he's just coming up to just give you a couple words or something. But being a young player, he's probably a little bit naive in both those ways. But, I mean... I think a couple games for Riley, I can see five or six. I mean, trying to prove a point against a guy like Morgan Riley, one of the more likable guys with no no record, no history or anything like that. I mean, I could see if it's, you know, a cement head or somebody going to do that. But, I mean, it looks bad. You know, it's I don't I didn't expect him to just cross-check him in the face, maybe give him a little shove against the boards, but... I don't know. It was just a reaction by Riley, and, and the player didn't know any better, and it is what it is. But 
at five, six games is going to seem like a lot, especially with that blue line with Brody and Lilligren maybe on your top pair, like Perlo was mentioned. It's like, it's going to hurt the Leafs. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's nice that somebody stuck up for for the Leafs as well and showed a little bit of toughness. But, I mean, that it could could have gotten away with maybe a little shove to the to the ribs or the chest or something, just knock him into the boards. It would have, I think it would have just created the same effect like this, you know, but yeah, that's my kind of thought on it. You're going to go occupancy or you want me to go off? Uh, <laughs> if you got something on it, go for it. I got tons on it. It was a pussy-ass move um, by a guy who didn't believe that anybody could take care of his team. Riley doesn't doesn't even go there if he believed that the rest of his team could do something. It was a stupid, stupid play for him. Now, for sure, no doubt about it, you don't do that if you're Grig unless you know that nobody's going to do anything like that's the only reason why you do that he 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 was slamming that puck in that net knowing that you're not going to do shit you guys are a bunch of pussies and you know what riley proved it riley proved that they are a bunch of pussies that team is a bunch of pussies they've been like that for like three years now they have no pushback whatsoever and that's the reason why they don't get past rounds or win a cup and Riley just went in there and slammed the puck in the net and said, what are you going to do? And this is what, or sorry, Riley, Greg went there and slammed the puck in the net and said, what are you going to do? And what does Riley do? He makes a pussy move. It was a pussy move. Simple as that. If, if you got a team that can actually fight, you don't make that move. You don't do that ever. Not a chance. That was the very telling thing that Riley did. Riley said, I'm fed up. My team sucks. Um, we have no pushback. So I'm going to do what I can do. And since I'm only, what, what, what is he, like 5, 10, 100? I don't want to fight you, but I'm going to do something here because I have to do something here. I feel like I have to do something here. But I can't actually do what you're supposed to do, which would be to drop your stick, drop your gloves, and let's go. But he can't do it. And, and he knows nobody on his team is going to do it. Nobody on the team is going to do it. Riley shouldn't even be on the ice. He's horrible, right? So and no other person on that team is going to do anything. Bertuzzi hasn't did anything all year. There hasn't. Domi, they got Domi. What does Domi do? What has what, 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 what Domi done all year long? Nothing. And I said that to begin with. He wasn't going to do anything. And he hasn't done anything. You brought him for toughness. That's who you're going to do. The guy that just sits in the offensive zone and pisses people off and then kind of runs away. It's a, the team has no guts whatsoever. And that was a perfect example of why Toronto has no guts. If Riley has to feel like he has to do that to do something, he knows that his team has no guts whatsoever. There is no balls on that team at all. You listen to Tortorella when they talk about Philadelphia. 
He says, we may not have our skill, we may not have everything, but we have balls. That was his quote, we have balls. Toronto has no balls whatsoever. And I will bet now, and I've actually put the bet in, Toronto will miss the playoffs this year. That was a terrible, it was a terrible move by Riley, but I understand why he did what he did, because he's fed up. He is fed up with this pussy-ass team. And that is why he did it. And he shouldn't have done it, but he knows that there is nobody in that room that's going to do fuck all on that team. Nobody. Making so, me think that's of the I guy do. from uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. He's like, you pussy ass bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good example, Beard. That is a really good example. You're, you're a pussy they're a pussy team. They, they, they like to get their picture taken. They like to have all the freaking accolades. And they like to have everything. But they do nothing on the ice whatsoever. Matthews is an amazing player. And he can score goals like a son of a bitch. But the team is not a team. They are a pussy-ass team. And they're not making the playoffs this year. And even if they do, they're out in the first round. And I'll bet everything on that. So there you go. I said what I said. <laughs> Occupancy. Yeah, you know, I, I take a little bit of uh, what Rico said and a little bit of what Perlo said, and and you know, I I, I got to agree with Perlo in the sense where if this was the '90s New Jersey team, if this was Winnipeg with Bufflin, if this was you know the other team had some of these real bruisers, these real heavy hitters that you didn't want to, you were you were truly you know scared of. I don't think this guy does that. I don't think he does. So I, I got to agree with Perlo that he looked at this team and, and saw the other side as like, I can do this kind of thing. Who's going to come after me? Ryan Reeves, maybe, and, and maybe that's it. So I, I, I do agree with, with Perlo on that. And, you know, but then we can get into a different conversation of does toughness, is it the same as it was back then? Does it lead to NHL, like, you know, top teams. I don't do you, think you have to go. I don't think you have to go that far back. Call no, and I'm not the same thing. And I'm not. I, I was just saying, like, just because you're a tough team and you do have some guys that you you don't want to get hit by, doesn't mean you're going to be a good NHL team. That's a different conversation. But in terms of like, was this a a big deal? You know, when I, I take it to like, what's what's not a big deal? Hitting hitting a goalie when he's trying to cover the puck. Okay, what happens when someone comes in and tries to fish it out and the puck's covered? They get decked. They get decked right in the crease. Yeah. They, they Someone comes in and hits them, puts them on his ass, and that's it. Right. So this, I think, is, a, is, is, is worse in a way than that because it's kind of this unknown rule that people – you know, you just don't do it um, – and it's not really like in the game either. It's not like you're like fighting hard to get a to get a shot in, like you know, a loose puck or something. This is kind of just like we we're we're we won, and now we're gonna like. So, do I think he deserved to get hit like that? Yeah, I mean, I I do. Um, do you know, should Riley have got him in the chest and not the fucking face? Excuse me. Um, you know, uh, yeah, he should have just not hit him in the face. But um, at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I, I think maybe, you know, Riley should have had a little more control. He was pissed. I'm sure he's lost the game. It's a battle, you know, a battle of the Canadian cities up there. 
Um, and at the end of the day, um, I, I think, uh, yeah, you shouldn't shoot the slap shots at the empty nets, um, but you also shouldn't cross check uh, a guy in the face and then leave your team for five games because of it. So, Okay, well, I'll continue a little bit and then I'll move on. The whole game, nobody did shit for Toronto that whole game. Well, in fact, they, did one back, thing. they could, played really you, poorly. You could go back five years. Riley has watched this bullshit for years. And he just got fed up. And he knows he can't beat anybody up. He's just a little ass motherfucker. That's it. So he went and, and, and gave a cross check to the guy's face. He knows it's going to be. You know what Riley's doing here? He is sending a message not to Ottawa. He's sending a message to his own team that this is what I got to do because you guys ain't doing shit. That's what he did. I, I, I know he, Riley can't drop the gloves and the stick and go beat that guy up. He's going to get his ass kicked. He's not even supposed to do that. But nobody's doing shit on that team in Toronto and hasn't been for five years. And Riley just got fed up and said, okay, fine. I'm going to cross-check this guy in the face. I'm going to take my five games. And you and I'm and management can look at this and go, are you going to do anything here? Are you going to actually bring in some people? Are you actually going to bring in an attitude here that people actually care? I love what Riley did in a way. It's a horrible thing, but you know what? Riley gave up the season when he did what he did. Because you know why? He knows that team ain't going nowhere, and he's known it for a long time. That move by Riley was Riley telling management, you guys are a piece of shit. I'm serious. I'm, you don't do that otherwise. He finally got fed up and said, I'm going to do something here, and I shouldn't be doing it because I know I'm going to get my ass kicked if I actually do what I'm supposed to do, which is drop the stick in the gloves and go after this guy. Greg would ragdoll him if he did that. So he did what nobody was willing to do. And actually, I'm going to give Sheldon. I'm going to give Sheldon Keith a little bit of credit here, because he said, "Finally, somebody did something." And he's been telling management, "Somebody's got to do something this whole time." You want to fire me? I don't give a shit. But your pussy ass freaking organization, stop this bullshit. Let's play some hockey. Well, now if, it, if that's that's what I see with what, and I bet you. Kipper said the same thing. I don't know if he did, but I bet you that's exactly what he said. Uh, well, yeah, that's I, the second thing that Riley did that nobody else did on that team. One was do that. The second one was take fucking less money to play there, too. So I think deep down that fucking burns him inside as well, too. Like Riley, well, Riley was the one that took yeah, less. He looked really good on Vancouver's line, wouldn't he? Uh, <laughs> you think he might have yeah. wanted to go back home and... So your, your your answer to bring some toughness in this room is to get a pussy-ass Bertuzzi who doesn't do shit and Domi who is just a little freaking uh, weasel that kind of rubs people in the face and runs the other way. Like, I feel for Riley. I swear to God I do. What about like, Reeves, though? Like, like, they got Reeves. Like, I mean, the heavyweight champion of the world is a free agent. They bring him in. You think, God, they they got the toughness they need on that fourth line. And if anybody can't needs play. to go, 
I was just going to say, I feel like Toronto hasn't had a guy like that since, like, Wade Belak. Like, that's how far back. Yeah. Like, but I the just problem is like, you can't, you can't I play. Like, 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 tree living. I think he did a good job. I think if if Klingbird is a, 100%, which he wasn't, he could have helped their power play and, and spelled Riley from having to play on it, honestly, because he's so yeah. good at else. And yeah. – you know, Bertuzzi has been an absolute bust. You're not wrong there. I disagree on Domi. I think Domi has actually played well. They just haven't really given him much ice. You got to get ice time to, to do something. I mean, I, I can't believe they haven't tried him at one or two, at, honestly, at times. Same with Bertuzzi. Like, put that dude on the top power play. Get him going. Right now, you're using him like a marginal third liner, and he's playing like one. But just say, hey, we know you're capable of more. I think a lot of this has to do with the coaching, and I know you're you're on it. I mean, I know Keith's like, oh, it's appropriate. Okay, fine. Again, guys, I didn't know, I didn't realize it was a big deal—a slap shot, a fucking empty net. I mean, I thought, I thought you were your goal is to get it in. I've seen plenty of empty netters get blocked. Guy thinks he's got the game and doesn't shoot it as quick. So I I don't know. I, I I also agree with what Rico was saying. I think that building was 75% Leaf fans, and the Ottawa Senators were sick of it, and they beat the Leafs' ass again, which they – I mean, I would love to see what their record is against the that, you know, the core four. I guarantee won, it's like – I guarantee six, the Leafs have lost. Seven like, of, yeah, they're won terrible. seven of the last ten, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not, nobody plays down to the competition like fucking the Leafs. Their record against losing record teams is absolutely abysmal. I just think like, and I get it, and I love for okay. So I'll say my thing, and we can move on, guys. I just was gonna say I love I love the being protective of your team. I know what Riley was trying to do. I just think the execution wasn't. You know, I think he, if he just drops the gloves with him, even if the kid doesn't agree. Now, the more I learn about this great kid, I love him because he sounds like a little piece of shit, like ball of hate, like Brad Marshawn guy. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I like this kid. Yeah. I didn't know much about yeah. him. I haven't seen, honestly, I haven't watched yeah. as much Ottawa this year as I did last year because they were kind of yeah. in it. But Ottawa also is kind of getting themselves back in it. Now, look, I hot my boy, I take hockey, was like the 28 team of the league. He, he said, oh, Tom Wilson would have, you know, knocked the dude's teeth out. And I was like, maybe. Tom Wilson's playing yeah. a lot smarter. Uh, I love it for the rivalry. i, I got to tell you, this had me thinking, we need to go back to six. You play your division six times. You If, you, if, if you're in the Atlantic, the Leafs and the fucking Senators play each other six times. The Caps and the Pins play each other six times. In the Metro, the Rangers and the Caps. I just want to go back to that format. I think it's fucking made all these. Oh, you got to play everybody twice. Okay. No. How about you got to play everybody one time? Especially the Western teams don't need to play the Eastern teams. It saves money and it's better for the game. It's disappointing to me that we're fucking the 12th of February and we're not going to see the Leafs and Sens play again. We got two fucking months left in the season. That's a fucking joke. Uh, but, you know, I said Riley would get a game. I now believe he will get five. The, I said the, four. He's going to get five at least now. Yeah, I think he'll get five. They gave 
Perron six. I think it wasn't a hockey play, and you know, but I didn't hate it. I think Morgan Riley should have been the captain from the jump. Um, I think Viveros would agree with me on that one too. Um, oh, Tim said he called five Saturday night. So when I first was watching it, I was laughing. I thought it was hilarious. I just thought the whole thing. I like. I honestly didn't even think what Greg. Like I to me, barely noticed him. I just thought he was like emphatically making sure it got in there. Or there was a guy not far behind him. I think he just. At first, I thought that, but everybody's like, "No, this guy's a piece of shit." Whatever, you don't do that. I have never seen anything like that ever at the end of a game, like ever. I mean, you see scrums and shit. I mean, so I. It sounds like this guy's a little piece of shit, and I like him more. If you if you played, you don't do a great do. You don't do it. It's just like you don't. It's it's basically like basically taking your two. It's basically like taking your two middle fingers, like say he scored the goal and then went to the bench and went like that. What would you think? That's oh, exactly what. What he are did. your hands doing? We can't see because it's too blurry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, two middle fingers. You were crystal clean when you first came in, buddy. I don't know what happened. I. I don't Is know that a two? Are you holding up two but, fingers, three? I'm not sure. But but basically, if he would have if he would have skated by the bench for uh, Toronto and put his two middle fingers up slowly and just went, ah, that would have been fucking cooler. To be honest with you, I would have liked that's it. But that's more. exactly that's exactly what he did. He, that's well, exactly he did it to the crowd, it. I think. I think he did it more to the and, Leaf crowd. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he was trying to show up the Leafs at all. I think he was more pissed that there were 75% Leaf fans in their home building. Yeah. They just dolly yeah. them again, and he's like, fuck you. Yeah. That's like, fans. shut up and take the bus back to your hotel and get the fuck out of town. Yeah. Like, nothing that's that's exactly. Half of them live in town. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know. You know. He can't do it. He can't. Nobody travels like he, Leaf He fans. can't. He he can't do it to the crowd, but he can do it, and then that's exactly what he's doing. That's exactly what he's doing. So yeah, I mean, but I what agree are you with everything. Like, I mean, Perlo, we should like go last because we should have finished on your rant because your rant was epic. Uh, I I <laughs> so appreciated. I I felt stupid yeah, but occupancy is gonna. Occupancy is going to take the emotion out of it, and he's going to actually look at a practical avenue. So, so like that, he's he was he last occupancy. Sorry about that if I stepped on you then, but um, no, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Like, yeah, no, he did go last, but I mean, I kind of went last, so yeah. he went third. I should have had you go last because yours was good. But I should have said nothing. Because my opinion doesn't matter occupancy, anyway. Just, occupancy will look at that at a more practical level than me and probably say stuff that I I got a little emotional. But what what, what do you think about it? Buddy? No, I mean I I, I I agree with with kind of both sides here. I mean, um, you know, I, I think I think if at the end of the day, if there was a bruiser on Toronto or if he was scared of some line out there, he would not have done that. But I think Rico's right. He says, you know, they, they won a big game. Get out, you know, get get out of our house. We just beat you Saturday night. And here's like the exclamation point. You know, it's like, you know, 
other sports you see like a slam dunk at the end of the game or something like a like a you know something like that and i think the difference though between like hockey and and other sports is like the celebrations and the taunting i feel like whereas like in the nfl these guys do all these dances and they pull out a yellow flag and then kind of go on their way whereas like hockey is more of a like shoot score your goal at you know, tap the tap the bench and then go sit down and get ready for the next shift. I they got like rid of little... they got rid of that occupancy. You could celebrate now in the NFL. They don't call flags for that shit anymore. You okay. just can't tackle a quarterback at all. But but you yeah. know what I mean. I think like in hockey, they take a little. They're they're a little more. They don't take as kindly, I think, to the taunting. Whereas like they'll cross check. They'll they'll get right in your face. They'll get violent. When well, you I taunt agree. and you selly, whereas like in the NFL, you could taunt and selly and like, yeah, sometimes they get back at you, but but the but the physical stuff doesn't happen as much. Whereas like I've hockey, never seen anybody get at back at anybody for celebrating ever in the NFL except right. for one time. Right, and you so know what it point. is. You know uh, what it is. Which one? You where the guy hit the guy for celebrating. Oh, when uh, what's his name was at the the Dallas Cowboys there? Basically, oh, their logo in the front. Right, right. Terrell Owens when he was with Terrell the San Francisco 49ers, yeah. Yeah. ironically, ran out in the middle of the star and Dexter Coakley and he did it twice. By the yeah. way, people forget how good a receiver Terrell Owens was. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah Dexter Coakley. I mean, he straight up. Popped him. You'd get suspended a season if you did that shit now. Yeah. Nobody did shit. I don't even think Coakley was fined. And if he was, you know Jerry Jones paid that fine for him. Yeah, don't you worry, dear. Dexter, we got you right here. I'll write you a check for 40 grand and you're all good. It's like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they have the taunting, Tim, and they call it from time to time. It's worse in college. The celebration room, because to me, I I don't know that that was taunting. I don't know. I th- I'd have a tough time calling what Greg did taunting, but that's how definitely Morgan Riley felt it was. So, I mean, the reaction, but to me, it was more of a like, you know, I'll show up the crowd a little bit here because I don't know, man. It's got to be tough being a Buffalo Sabre and Ottawa Senator right now. And when you play the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's a known fact that like, those buildings are full. Pittsburgh. Yeah. And, and, and to, be, to your point, I mean, I forget it was either last year or two years ago when Buffalo played Toronto in the outdoor game. And uh, like, I mean, that, that was their Stanley Cup. I mean, Buffalo is like, you know, a bottom team and, and they're playing up to Toronto, the you know, in a, in a big state, you know, that was the Senators. This is like the game they're probably looked, circled on their calendar. Yeah. Can't hear you. You're muted, Beard, or or I'm muted. What what I can't hear anybody. Oh, hey, I'm bringing Tim York on. Tim, there's a, a link in the chat. Just click that. Tim's a Leaves fan. I'm, I was wanting to know your opinion, Tim. So I'm glad you wanted to come on. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll bop out here and I'll just produce from the backside. You guys go at it here. 
Um, I, I'm so well, amazed. Can you, take a, you can only, you know what? You bring up a really good point, though, Beard. Um, Canada is way different. Like, Canada is way different. We don't like to, sh you bring up a good point. I don't even think you're probably right. It's not, shouldn't be as bad as you make it out to be that a guy slap shots the freaking empty net. It, sh it, sh it probably shouldn't be as bad as that. We shouldn't be making it up to be that bad of a thing. You know, like really, it's just a celebration at the end and you're kind of whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably a, a not really a, the best look for us. That That's just a Canadian thing. We don't try to show each other up at the end. That's just the way it was in hockey for a long time. You know, you, yeah, you, you act like a you act like a gentleman. You won the game and stuff like that. And and actually, Beard might be right. We should get rid of that bullshit. Like we should have more celebration. Like everybody gets uh, Kuznetsov uh, gets mad at him because he does a little eagle thing or whatever. Yeah. You know, like like maybe we should we need to add that in a little bit more and everybody shouldn't get so called the eagle somebody celebrate because <laughs> they won again right yeah like i think i think you might have a point here beard really like um we probably shouldn't get so butthurt about this shit uh, I, I i never thought about it but you're probably right but the thing is perlo it wasn't a celebration it was an insult what great what greg did yeah, was an insult plain and simple yeah. yeah, but you could take that if you do a little dance at the end when they score a touchdown and everybody I, goes in there and does it. That could be an insult if you look at it that way. Like That's the only way really, to – it's the only way to look at it, though. Like, it, yeah. it, it, I don't care. You blast the puck into the net on a slap shot that that, that was harder than most of the guys throw in the, in the All-Star game. That's an insult. If you want to put it in the top shelf and have confetti rain down, okay, there's your celebration. That was not a celebration, dude. That was a go fuck yourself. Well, yeah, but Plain you don't simple. have to be offended by it. You don't if have I, to be offended by if it. If I'm on the ice, I, I, I get offended by that rather quickly. And the only difference between me so, and Riley is I would have dropped my gloves and I would have dummied Greg. That's what yeah, should have happened. That's right. That's what you that's, right? that's what you do in there. But Riley, and, uh, Riley and, uh, knows he can't do much. No, well, you, you know still you gotta you gotta well, do something. Riley, you still gotta drop the gloves, Riley right? Like knows, I said that Saturday night. Riley, so Riley knows Riley wouldn't even do that if that's the case. There's nobody on that ice that would have did it but Riley. Uh, like but, this is the reason why I said that Riley was just fed up the fact that there's nobody uh, there to take care of that team. Not I, a single person. Not a single person will take care of that team. And he got fed up and he showed it on the ice that night because he knows he's going to get something for that. He knows it. He knows it. Well, he knows it. He knows it. There's it, nobody on that team that's going to do That's going to actually push back. Not for Tuzi. I, I, dis I disagree. Nobody. I disagree. Three, they all, they all, they all have pride. They all, but the, this is the other yeah. thing, Perla. You keep forgetting one thing: Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares. They don't fight. That's not what they do. So you can't yeah, ask them. To, you can't ask. Well, Riley's a different. I've seen Riley fight. He's not very good at it, but he does fight, right? So you can't ask. You can't ask a goal scorer to go out and get in a fight. That's not the way it works anymore. Well, I'll tell you what, right, 
So okay, okay, let's look at look at let's look at some other teams. If that were to happen, if Calgary would have done that and McDavid would have been on the ice, yeah, he would have dropped the stick in the gloves and he would have took them. What? McDavid yeah. would McDavid a McDavid wouldn't have done that. He never would have fired the puck yeah. that way. B he wouldn't no, get into a fight, Carlo. I'm not. Uh, yes, he would. In that situation, he would have. Because you know no, as well as would. I do, what what Greg did hey. was was yeah, he would have. He would I just have, have a question. Question: What if the next time Ottawa beats uh, Toronto, because it'll be the next time they play, um, <laughs> if if Greg gets the open net, but he like he like taps it in like real gentle, like <laughs> would that, be, would that yeah. cause problems? I was just curious. Yeah, that would be beautiful if he did that. Actually, yeah. actually, here's what, here's what's going to happen. Next game, next season, the very first game they play, Toronto's going to come out and make a statement. They're going to kick the shit out of them on the scoreboard. They're going to get an empty net, and they're going to do the exact same thing, and it'll start a line brawl. That's what's going to yeah, happen. I don't, I, I don't oh, you, you, fuck you, take, take that to the bank. That's exactly what's going to happen. I am yeah. so rooting for that to happen. Take, take, take Ryan Reese is going to have his knees taped up as they're popping <laughs> out of the right now. No, you you watch next next game next year, the very first game that Toronto and Ottawa play in the regular season. They're going to come out. Toronto will come out and run them through the ground, and they'll do the exact same no. thing. But that'll start a line brawl, and Toronto will get the shit kicking. That's what's going to happen. No, right. I but I, I still say I stand no. by it. I played the game for long enough. I've coached it. I've refereed it. You do that shit in the game, you better get your head up. Greg didn't have his head up. Actually, he did. He seen him coming at the last second. Hey, Tim, I, I have a question for you then. Ask I'm, away. I'm so, I'm so glad to know you're a former official or that you still do officiate or what yep. have you. Because uh, I used to go to this shit in the whole uh, sports bar to watch football. We had this guy, Justin Patterson, shout out Justin, who refed football and he knew the rules. And we'd always be like, and he was so good to have. It was like having our own Gene Sterator or whatever. That's, a, that's a, for you guys in Canada that don't watch football. It's a former official. Oh, that's, that works. There's another. There's another throwback name. Yeah, that's he what, also. Oh, he also did basketball too. That's why I always thought. That's a hard he one did, to do. He did college basketball. Yeah, you have to be in shape. I think that probably helped him. But uh, this is my question for you on the referee thing, Tim. Would you have called them? I mean, they called a major on Riley and reviewed it. I love that they reviewed it because, uh, so, so here that call as a ref see, because, of, because you, I mean, I again, I was unaware, like, dude, I've watched hockey like religiously for 30 years, yep, and I've never seen anything like that before. So, when at first I was like, oh, fuck, Riley, I'm one, the guy's up for like the lady bang half of his damn career, you know, the guy doesn't take. Penalties. He's a smart hockey player. He's a really good. I have a lot of respect for him. I mean, I know Lee fans love him, and he seems yeah. like a class act of a guy. I mean, like I said, I saw him when I was in Toronto um, with his family. Just seemed like a really class guy. Um, I I thought it was really out of character from him. It so was. I was like, once I heard all the people like you guys, all you guys that played at high levels and. and 
officiated and coached and whatever we're like oh no that's bush league bullshit i was like oh okay like fuck all right good on good on riley for doing what he did yeah um, oh yeah I like, oh, they get a game and and then the only reason now i think you'll get five is because they announced so oh, he's got an in-person hearing yeah and that means no less than five usually yeah and five is the one that they don't they can't appeal no that's um, good so if if they give them under five they can't appeal it Anything over five, they can yeah. appeal. But what happens is that Batman sits on his hands until the, the five or the six or whatever, how many games are gone. And then the, mo the most they get back is cash. Right? That's the way. That's the way. And yeah. that's why that system's yeah, fucked that's up. What, I mean, honestly, like. That's I would, fucked up. <laughs> that would be great. I That would be great if they actually, they were like, oh, okay, like six games, but O'Reilly uh, appeals it. And then they're like they wait for him to be out for six games or five and they say, Oh, uh, we reduce it to one game. Here's your money. money back. Yeah, yeah. Which I think would be cool. That's so, the right thing. Cause that's also the league coming out and saying, Hey, listen, we don't want you guys to hit each other in the head. This wasn't, you know, when you guys play that like tough it, hockey, it's, it it's, actually it's, benefits the game. We've spent a, this happened. What? Did this happen Sunday? Or this happened Saturday, Saturday night. night. Yep. Super, we haven't even talked about the Super Bowl, by the way, boys, because this was more exciting to me. And I was befuddled by it. Like, I was at first, I was like, man, that was a dumb shit. And I even told my hot take hockey, I was like texting back and forth with them. I was like, that was a dumb fuck move by your boy. Because he loves it. Yeah, and I was, was like, especially the, to the face. And you can tell me that, oh, he goes after the shoulder. He is going to hit him in the face. That's yeah. where he is going. You cannot convince me otherwise. And, in no. fact, I think he connects with the stick in the face. Anyway, I right love right it. for us content creating people and just, like, oh, it's I, perfect. I love it. Right? So yeah. in, answer, in answer to your question, so I'll give you the, the short answer is, I would have had no choice under the Hockey Canada rule book. Okay. So the hockey, you would have gave him a major, though. You would have gave him a major. I would have. I would have thought double minor, like double minor. I, I under the hockey, five seconds left in the game. Under Hockey Canada rule book, I have no choice but to give him a major. So the okay, Hockey Canada rule book why, states: Why if you didn't de deem it a major penalty, though? Like, uh, so under well, so under Hockey Canada rules, the rule for a head check. Is incidental contact you to the head is the head check. okay? Right, that's is a two. Any any direct contact to the head with the intent to injure, which I think that's what he was going for, is a five. <laughs> yeah, okay, right? that that's good though. See, I appreciate you clarifying. That makes total sense. So, and I'm going to guess that the NHL ref and I love they did it fucking pristine. By the way, I thought those guys were on it, and I don't like comment. You know, like saying good things about the officiating but those guys were on it they were like we, we're but we're up for review it's a five minute major because they even yeah. gave Riley the benefit of the doubt he's not that type of player they reviewed it then they're like oh no we've confirmed i also yeah. think they should give the refs the power to end the fucking game at that point five seconds left we're just gonna run the clock off you guys go to your locker rooms like you don't you know depending it, it's happened I can think of three instances where where a NHL game has been ended with time on the clock um, yeah. due to stupidity on the ice. We'll call it yeah, that. I, way. A lot of, 
I've seen it before. That's what I thought. I was like, why don't they just end the game? So if if so if what should have happened? Riley should have thrown his gloves down. It should have been a fight. Should have been a line brawl. That's what yeah. should have happened, I, right? Chances chances are they would have called the game. Five seconds left. Everybody just go home. Like we've had enough yeah, of this. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. And then if you notice after at, when they dropped the puck next, the, both sets of both linesmen were right in behind the wingers, like they were right there, and that's normal. Right, you get you get taught that very very quickly in uh, junior hockey. Right, if there's going to be shit, be right behind the guys. That way, you can grab them, separate them, nice and quick. Um, so you know what I mean. And like I said to the boys Saturday night, I said it's five. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's a five. The only reason he hit the shoulder pad was because Greg got the arm up. That's the only reason. Other than that, he would have he would have clocked him right square across the face. No yeah, problem. I think he was going for his head the entire yeah, yeah, time. He, 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 otherwise. He was, he, he was, was coming gonna... on upward, so he was he was aiming for the head. He really was. So and and in that that aspect, you're going to get what you deserve. Dumb fuck, you just screwed us for five games. Now, having said that, they, they could win four four of the next five. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, Not a big deal. Last year they were without Riley, and like they played the best hockey they played all year. Yeah, they, they played they played almost seven hundred hockey when he was gone for I think it was 13, 14, 15 games, right? So which I was also like, is that an indictment on him a little bit? But but dude, he was so good in the playoffs last year. Yeah, he was. I just yeah. can't so. say anything bad about that guy. Um, plus, but. I think Kate Hockey'd stop being friends with me if I ever criticize. <laughs> So yeah, so that's 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 the long and the short from Hockey Canada. Of course, Hockey Canada rulebook governs minor up to major junior hockey. So the 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 uh, uh, severity of the calls is different from NHL, right? So that's that's the thing. If you read the NHL rulebook, there's quite a lot of difference now. There never used to be. It was actually quite close. And then over the years, right, they brought in new rules for minor hockey. But the NHL hasn't either adopted them for for a season or two and then dropped them, right? Or they just went, no, those are those are too stringent for what we do. So, but I'm getting, I, I was, sound, I'm getting a soundboard now, guys, because of this rant from Perlo tonight. And every time he calls the leaves a bunch of pussies, I'm pushing that 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 button where the guy from uh, from forty, you pussy ass beach. Pussy ass beach. <laughs> Anytime Furlough just starts calling the Leafs a bunch of pussies or anybody, um, I don't disagree. They just don't like. It feels like they want to score points, but really don't want to play two way hockey. And finally, Keith is at his end. He's starting to call, but I think it's been bad from him from the start. He should have held all those guys accountable in the first thing. And and this is why I wanted to ask you guys this because we got Rico. I feel like that's not a healthy locker room because, like, Bertuzzi was awesome last year with Boston, and I've heard nothing but good things about their locker room. You could say what you want to about their players on the ice, but they're a pretty tight-knit crew. Yep. I just get the feeling that that Leafs locker room is very divided. Like, there's, a, there's like, a group of guys that hang out, and then there's the rest of the team. And there, I just there, wonder, like – Yeah. No, there is a divide. Yeah. There yeah. is a divide. I've got I've got a couple buddies in in Toronto who know some people, and it's very much a there's Group A and there's Group B. The, the, you can't win a championship with that. I'm no, sorry. You can't. No, you. no, like the Caps still super tight team. Fuck, there's only like three guys left from that Cup team now. But you yep. know what I'm saying? Like they hang out together. They do things together as a team. You know, like I, I, everybody. And I 
I just wonder, man, like, why aren't you getting that? And I really do think that starts with a captain too. Like you put an end to that bullshit. No, fuck. We're gonna, you don't like each other. We're going to learn to like each other. We're going to hang out together. You know, we're going to go out to the clubs or party or if, you know, because Toronto is what it is. Hey, we're going to do a, a house party at somebody's house every month. Different one, you know, boom, yep. boom, boom. You know, yeah, you no, it, the, the moment, the moment you drew a line and said, you're more important than the rest of us. That's when the, that's when the issue started, right? There, there are still groups in every, every locker room. I don't care what team you're with. Toronto definitely has a us and them kind of feel, right? And I, I said that even before, you know, like I say, my one buddy, he, he used to work at city TV and he knew more than a few people on the beat. And like, yeah, you walk in that locker room and there's, there's one side and there's the other side. So, and, but that's going to happen in any room, but at some point you still have to be a team and they don't play as a team anymore. Like they just don't. Right. That's rather obvious. So, is that on the coach and the captain or is it like, what do you guys I think? think it's, on, it's on everybody. It really is. It's on everybody. You can start with the you can start with the captain. Like it's Tavares's jo job. Part of the, part of his job as a captain is to make sure that that room is a communicating room. That's what I. It's not communicating. Like that's that's rather obvious, I think. So it's it's on him. It's on the coach to a point, but he can only do so much, right? Like it's it, it it's the player's room. So the players have to be able to 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 take care of themselves, and I don't think they do that. Right, you know, what I mean, I hear really good things about Calgary's room now that a couple guys, Zadorov and me and Perlo, have had this conversation yeah. a couple times. Right, Zadorov's a you know a decent player up and down. They called him the Russian roller coaster in in Calgary because his play was just all over well, the place. He was in Chicago and Colorado. I remember when Colorado yeah. gave up on him, and everybody's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. So, it was like, well, yeah. apparently, he's not a good teammate. Right, so take that for what it's worth. But he did kind of throw every. I mean, he kind of threw. Oh, he threw like everybody under the, bus under the bus this year. I think oh, that's yeah. kind of documented. So yeah, so I you know what I mean. You're you're never gonna have twenty eight good or twenty three, twenty four, whatever it is, guys that all get along. You're just not. But you still have to behave like pros, professionals. You're getting paid. You're on a team. Your overall drive should be to win a win a championship every year. That's what you should be doing. So at some point, you you have to let your ego kind of take a back seat and and be a teammate. I've had lots of teammates where I fucking hated them, just hated them. But for two hours a night, you're my teammate. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna fight for you. You're gonna fight right. for me. And simple, right? So hey, I I had a lot of teammates in the military. I fucking just hated too. Right. <laughs> Right, you know. I'm not afraid growing. to tell them now that I'm retired, but uh, <laughs> but I fucking hate their face and get the fuck away from me. You but, know. Uh, I will. I will. I like that analogy though. But yeah, man. I I mean, I worked as hard for any of them as I could, whether I liked right. them or not. Cause right. Cause, because because whether whether it's the military and you're out in the field, whether it's hockey, football, yeah. basketball, foot, it doesn't matter where you are. When you have to rely on that person. If that person, you know, you, you just you can't go into a room and go, you're a fucking asshole. I don't like you and I'm not going to deal with you. So then when you get out on the ice, he's the one feeding you the suicide pass between your legs or whatever, right? You can't have that. 
So you have to be, at some point, you have to just have to put those feelings aside. You don't got to go hang out with the guy. You don't got to go drink beers with him. You know, I had, a, I had, a, I played hockey with a guy in, uh, where the fuck was I? Gravenhurst. And, I had to try uh, to be around most of the people I worked with. Yeah, but this guy was such a, this guy was such a bad teammate that he was sleeping with all the other guys' girlfriends. And his excuse was, well, they were sleeping with me. It's not my fault. He didn't last on the team more than 10 games, right? Because the guys made sure he, he was gone. Like, they made sure they got him gone. That's, that's a I don't want to name NHL names, but I've, I've heard some stories. <laughs> There's a couple. So, but, 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 that, but that's a, that's a rather extreme example, Patrick right? Like, what the hell was his Patrick name? Sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have um, you heard those rumors? Yeah, yeah, a couple of them. Right? He's he's again. There's another guy, really good hockey player, not said to be a good teammate. So, Evan Bouchard? No, no, no. Doctor no. Sharp. <laughs> Who? Uh, Jared Bucall asks a question for me. He says, "Quick question: Do I follow the WHL and who uh, and who pick in the win the Central Division in the?" 23 medicine red deer medicine. I have no idea. I don't yeah. follow enough of the WHL to know. Well, Not I think a clue. He, was asking, he was asking me. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you, Jared, I, I ride with the Spokane Chiefs, man. <laughs> Spokane Chiefs are my team. So when they're good, I follow a little bit more. Um, but uh, no, I used to go to Spokane all the time as a kid growing up in Montana, and we would go to events that were hosted at the Spokane Coliseum which is where the Spokane Chiefs used to play. So uh, when that movie um, Youngblood came out, I was real interested. Uh, and I, it's just hard, man, to watch WHL games and NHL games, and I'm trying to watch college hockey a bit now too. So it's um, just because a lot of elite NHL prospects are playing the college game. No. So I really don't get time for the, the WHL. Um, but I try to, we try to have a person on from time to, we had Ray bro, Mr. Ryan Tubrick, who works for, um, oh, I can't remember the website now, but anyway, he does scouting and he's in college there and he lives in Edmonton, Perlow's hometown. And he's a big Oilers fan. We'll have to reach out to him again and see if, uh, if he's tracking a different top 10. I I'm real interested in this Ivan Demidoff guy. Uh, in Russia, I think some of these Russian players are going to turn into some filthy dudes. And uh, I know Mishkov's been tearing Mishkov, it up a I little was bit. Just thinking, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But, there's another kid coming up. There's like four or five teams have been scouting him. I don't even ask me his name. Oh, Gavin McKenna. Are you talking about Gavin McKenna? No, there's a kid coming out of Russia. I read a report last week. The Leafs, uh, the Red Wings. Oh, Oh, is that the same one? This he must not be a draft eligible guy. If if they're scout, like if you're if no, no, I don't think I don't think he is yet. So I, that would make him what 16, 15, whatever. Like, and again, once you're in Russia, the 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 drafting rules are different, right? So I'm not sure, but anyway, but you're starting to see more and more of these Russian players coming over, and they play nasty hockey. Yeah, like they, they're Dmitry starting to play. for the Blue Jackets played on one of the hardest teams, Akbar's, over in the K. Yeah. And if you if you watch any of those games over there, it's crease work. It's corner yep. work. This this is 
and and Voronkov fit right in. I uh, believe uh, Marchenko played on Ska St. Petersburg. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, these guys are are good, and there's a lot yeah. of talent out there, and it's uh, bigger ice. So you kind of got you. I think the 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 herd gets thinned a little bit out there. Because skating you gotta be is able better. to skate. You gotta yeah. be able to skate yeah. with everything else. Ryan so. Whitney says all the time he couldn't survive. He would have stayed in the KHL longer, but he couldn't he couldn't no, skate he in that. Couldn't skate with him, yeah. 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 I would have capped in the KHL longer if uh they they didn't take it off the sports books. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was that's that, that bullshit, was like, man. Like yeah. the hockey community is suffering so much from this fucking war, man, and it sucks. And it's not fair to the fucking hockey players, man. Like I, I, you know, I, I, I'm getting sick of hearing fucking the Ovechkin slander. Oh, empty gold merchant. Well, he passed a guy that led the NHL in goals. So who was he gonna pass? Yeah. And it took him fucking 18 years to pass him. Also, by the way, this record would have been fucking long gone if he didn't miss his rookie year due to labor complete lockout from the owners. And then some more labor shortage and fucking a pandemic. He'd yeah. easily have seventy-five more goals. He had fifty-one his rookie year. I just yeah. it's he this guy never complains. He does charity work in the DC community with developmentally disabled kids. Like they do dogs for vets. Like Ovechkin's out there. Uh oh, I think we lost uh <laughs> it just blows me away. No, no, something. I don't know. No, everybody's good. Uh, I, no, Gretzky's everybody. Re- Gretzky's okay. No, no, no. I, you're good. Uh, Gretzky's rooting for Ovechkin. He wants Ovechkin. Okay. Gretzky has always said rules were meant to be broken. His can be broken. Right. He'll be happy if somebody breaks him. He doesn't care. Right? Like no, the, the, he he understands that that's the progression of the sport. Right, he broke Gordy Howe's records. Somebody's going to beat his eventually. Well, not the 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 assault, the the assists, and the total points will never get broken. Plain and simple, those those records will stand. Yeah, but also like Gretzky scored ninety two when goalies didn't play butterfly. There was no no exactly right. You know what I mean? Like so, and Gretzky's also one of the classiest guys out there, and he's saying, "I want my you know you want you're going to be there for the guys." Because remember, he said, I feel bad for Gordy, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, you should feel good and this, that, and the other. His dad, he took a lot of cues from his dad, who was a smart man. And, Walter Walter was a fantastic yeah. gentleman. I, I had the honor of meeting him a couple times. That's very, awesome. Ni- very nice man. Very, very, and very um, humble, right? To have a, to have a kid, because I met him when... Uh, he's the greatest hockey player in the world. Yeah, I, mean, I, met, I met Walter at a, at a hockey tournament when I was refereeing. And uh, we talked hockey for about an hour. He actually knew my old man. He knew of my old man because he, he recognized the name and he named a couple of the teams he played on. I'm like, yeah, that's that's dad. He's like, yeah, no. He says, he says, do you know Ted Brady? I'm like, Ted Brady lives down the street from me. His mom still lives in the same house. Oh yeah, I've known I've known the Bradys for years. I'm like, holy shit. Okay, small world, but you know, again, you know, town again. My my hometown is like twelve thousand people. So dad played hockey with all the same guys growing up. Right, it was always the yeah. same guys on every team, kind of deal. So you get to know everybody. But it was rather it was it was interesting to to have Walter start naming off names of guys that played with my dad that I knew because I 
would hung around dad when he played old timers hockey. So was, he'd name guys off. I'd be like, yeah, he's still around. Yeah. He's still good. He's still good. Right. You know what I mean? So it was really fun. And then just to talk to him, you know, you wouldn't think his son held 56 records. Like you just wouldn't think it. Cause he was very nice, very, 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 uh, um, very easy to talk to. So let me ask, was Wayne the fastest skater by far during nope. those games as well? No, nope. no, 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 Wayne, Wayne wasn't a good skater. So um, he didn't beat him with speed. No, he, he beat them with his He beat them with his mind. There, nobody has a better hockey mind than him. I don't think. Yeah, no. So Wayne, uh, I had a coach growing up who told me, don't go where the puck is, go where the puck's going to be. Yeah, that was Gretzky, isn't that? And his that was line? Gretzky, right? That was yeah. that was always Gretzky. You'd never see him going to where the like you wouldn't see him fighting for a puck amongst three guys. He'd be five feet down the boards or or whatever, right? He knew he knew the avenues where that puck was going to go, and he would pick the best one. And then he was always in a, he was always in a good position. Now you want to get into a foot race with him? No, he wasn't a fast skater. So let me ask: in the next generation if there is someone to challenge the records and let's say OV does or doesn't, do we think that speed now, because I think the game is changing. I oh, think yeah. yes. When you got to be where the puck is and you got to have the hockey IQ. Absolutely. But I think what's going to happen is there's going to be these kids who come in and they're doing speed skating around the whole team and no one's going to be able to catch. I mean, Connor Bedard, you, already Connor have McDavid, it with David. you know, you that's what I'm saying. David, and yeah. I'm saying with th- some of those players, they could change the game. Well, it will change the game occupancy, but the thing is, it's not. It's not going to be one or two that excel, right? So, so let's look at it this way. Right now, uh, uh, McDavid and Bedard are kind of standouts in the league for for the for the way they skate and the way they play the game. Right. As you start to get like, see the next ten years. We'll look at the next ten years. The crop of kids, the next ten years coming into the into the league, are all going to be good skaters. They're all going to be fast skaters. So unless you have somebody of an extremely immense talent, and even then, I just, I, do, I just don't see it because Gretzky, when Gretzky played in the 80s, it was a different game. They employed him, like he played power play, he played regular, he played shorthanded. Yeah, and it was just it was it was a different game back then. So let me let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me let me ask it a different way. Okay, I don't want to knock this guy because I don't really know too much about him. But Monahan, when he came in, they called him. uh, When you're on the power play and you're kind of just passing back and forth, what do you? There's a bumper. The bumper. Okay, so the bumper. So do you think that that type of position and some of these guys who aren't the best skaters, but they got good IQ. I mean, do you think they're just going to fade out of the game eventually? Uh, I think of O'Reilly and Mark Stone. Sure. They're not great skaters, but they're so good defensively. It's because they know how to read the play and they just play defensively so well that I think there will always be a place for players that maybe aren't the greatest skaters, but have high hockey minds or a good defensive or a gritty or like pains in yeah. the ass. So you think you're going to have nine Olympic skaters on each fucking hockey. Team. Well, no. you might, so, you just might, right. You well, just might. Uh, easy. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, so in answer to your question, I, I, I'll look at it this way. There's always going to be room for somebody with a really good hockey mind that can't skate as well so because a good a good hockey mind can survive right right so so 
so and the, actually the answer to your question is is it's actually multi-layered because you're like so if you look at today like o'reilly um so, so uh, let's leave, let's use my team as an example like okay the, the fourth line of the islanders clutterbuck martin sezikis okay sezikis is a great skater yeah and they but 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 uh cal and i mean cal was an okay skater but martin even anders lee the captain i mean like these guys aren't they're they're not fast and clutterbuck's I, been in the league like 18 fucking years bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, but he, I'm just saying like these are the guys who who like like on O'Reilly, you know, like, uh, you know, the stone. So, it's like, are they just, is that position? Are we going to see less and less of those types of guys moving forward? No, because those guys, you also have to, you also have to look at it in the terms of the years that they have in the league. Right. When they were, when they first came into the league, their lack of skating skill didn't stand out as much because the skating skill wasn't as high. Yeah. Right. And the longer you're in the league, if you're a smart player, you can survive. Right. Right. It's it's the dumb players that won't last more than 10 years. Right. But if you've got a good hockey IQ and you understand the game and you understand the nuances of of, you know, I might not be the fastest, but if I can get one step ahead of you and get to where the puck's going to come to, then I'm a, then I'm further ahead than you are. It doesn't matter how fast you are. I'm going to have a second to react, right? So that's that's kind of and I realize that might sound like a little bit of a cop out answer. You'll always have room for grinders, older players who understand the game. I mean, I hope so because I like that aspect of the game. Yeah, and, I do. I honestly believe that, and, like I, and I do, I, and I hope they do. I just, you know, some of these um, results, you know, I see in mid-season form. It's like, it's like. You know, you take you know, you take a, a team like um, even like Philly and Arizona. I mean, okay, let's say like Kraus and like a couple of these other guys like on on Arizona, Philly. Like, well, I feel like they're all better skaters than that position would have been ten years ago. Is what I'm saying. Oh like, yeah, that's definitely and, true. Yeah, that's- and 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 it's a lot of coaching. I mean, right? I mean, we 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 saw, um, you know, we know Tortorella keeps his guys in shape. Um, you know, this is uh conditioning. It's it's a lot of things. But by uh, the way, I just want to comment on that real quick on Toro. I uh from missing curfew, Shane O'Brien was talking about their uh pre-workout thing for Tampa Bay when he was there. And I was like, he made you run a mile. I was like, you guys are wussbacks. I was running 25 miles a week in the army. Come on. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. Oh, you had to run a mile? Oh, my God, you poor fucking <laughs> bastard. You skate fucking forever. That's you better be able to run a fucking mile. Well, compared to a team ahead. coach by, like, Gerard Gallant or something, who, you know, made yeah. him run once, once yeah, a Yeah, no, I've, uh, like, you know. running running doesn't trans- well, translate well to hockey players. Weird. It just doesn't. <laughs> like, I could serve myself – Oh yeah, like sw- I actually I know more than a few hockey players that have taken up swimming to uh, try and increase their mobility, their stamina. Um, like myself, I'm a decent I'm a decent skater, but I got better as I got older. I learned how to play position as as opposed to fighting all the time. That's how an older player will survive in the league. At some point, though, you're gonna like you're seeing it now. You don't see. Well, Ovechkin. Okay, so Ovechkin's what 39, 38? thirty nine, thirty eight. Those are yeah. th- those are going to be the the exceptions to the rules. 
I think you'll probably still not a bad skater. Though. No, 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 no. But what I'm getting at is you're you're not going to see as many older players probably in the next five years. Oh yeah, I think I agree with you. I think 35 and you're, right. You're you're, you're, you're this, unless you're just an elite like a Marchand or a, like he keeps himself in such good shape. Stam Stamkos, Stamkos, yeah, right. Lead yeah. skaters. They really aren't big, heavy guys. Like Ovechkin's was when he came in the league, the size of Lawrence Taylor. Fuck, he's probably the size of a defensive lineman now. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm sure he loses weight as the season goes, but he is a monstrous man. And, and like, I don't know how he doesn't lose his thing. Well, we need to preview these games, guys. So let's uh, let's get into tomorrow's yeah. 11 games. I was just going to say. Yeah, Are runner up. The games or what? Runner up, yeah, yeah. I got because I got the boss coming at me. <laughs> Are you out of here, Tim? No, not yet, but I'm close. So let's go. Okay. Let's go. Uh, here we go, guys. I'm going to pop them up on the screen. We'll just go right down the list. I'm not going to make any of the picks. Uh, my main man, Rico, we got the Bruins and the, at, at home to the Lightning. Lightning are plus 140. Who do you like? I'll get you the over under. Probably a six. You like we all gonna do. You like I would think six? that. Would, I I think it would be a six. Oh, you're talking about the over under, Tim. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, my bad. The over under is six and a half. The over under is mm -hmm. six and a half. Okay. All right. This is the DraftKings. You might get different lines in Canada that way. All that other stuff. We, no, we that's fine. Whatever. Half yeah. a goal here Go and there, whatever. You learn to live with yeah. it. Let, let's just go down the list here. So we'll go Rico, Perlo, Occupancy, and Tim. You can give your pick. I'm not going to pick. So, Rico, go ahead, Lightning Bruins. This is a Boston spot after that 3 nothing loss. And this is the last game on the road for Tampa, too. So they're just getting ready to go home. I know they're welcoming the Avalanche Thursday night, too. So they got some teams to play ahead of that. Panthers at home right after the Avalanche, too. So I think. Boston comes out with a little more effort here. I'm not going against the Bruins. Okay, Rico's got the Bruins. How about you, uh, Perlo? Uh, Tampa, Boston? Yeah, Boston. Yeah, I just think Tampa's kind of gave up the ghost here you know, after that surge of stuff. So I think Boston, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Occupancy. Go ahead, Occupancy. Yeah, I mean, the last matchup, Boston routed these guys 7-3. Um, Boston's pissed. If you watch a game, I'm sure you watch Game Beard on, on, on uh, Saturday. Yeah, the Caps kicked their ass. It was they awesome. They played great. They, they hunkered down yeah. on defense. Lindgren looked good. Um, the they, the penalty kill was great. So, I mean, yep. was Boston – what were they doing Friday night? That's another question. Um, it looked like it. They, and do they bring it to the table uh, tomorrow? I, I don't know, um, but I'm I'm not going to lay minus one sixty for them uh, with that number. Um, so on the money line, it's a it's Tampa or a pass. Um, do I trust Tampa? I mean, Vasilevsky looked really good Saturday night. I had a uh, I was on the total in that game, and I was just watching it. And and he Columbus could have easily had three, four goals in that game. Let's just say that. And hey, it's Columbus, but they were rested coming out the break. And if it's Vasilevsky in net uh, versus an old mark, I might be tempted with the under six and a half. But other than that, that's that's all I'm looking at in this one. 
Okay. Tim, go ahead. For every other reason the guys gave, Bruins at home, Lightning's on, Lightning on the road, last game on the road for the Lightning. I got to go Bruins just because of all those factors. If I was going to look at anything, uh, yeah, I wouldn't touch the money line and with occupancy on that one. I'd look at the under six and a half because I'd be looking at 4-1 game, somewhere in that area. And, I, and I'm definitely looking Bruins, right? It, it's it's Bruins. I just have to figure out how I get, how I get there. I just yeah, put I, it in. I, I took... I took Bruins money line and Bruins in regulation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kings at Sabres. Go ahead, Rico. Jesus. You don't have to pick either. We have 11 (laughs) games. No, I mean, the Kings, this is their first game on the road after beating the Oilers 4 0. So if there's a a get get it going, how about that? if there's a get it going game for LA to start out this road trip and take care of a Buffalo here, cause then you got the devils, the Bruins, and then the Penguins on this road trip. So they better take care of Buffalo here and, and worry about the rest. But I, I think the Kings probably show up in this game. There'll be Buffalo in some facet. I'll probably take some sort of Kings bet on this game, but there's no way they go into Buffalo and lose that first game of their road trip at Buffalo. Go, go ahead, uh, Perlo. I agree. I, I take Kings in re, uh, money line, in regulation, and puck line. I take all three. Yeah, I'll take That's how Perlo affords over. that piano, man. That's how Perlo affords yeah. the piano. Occupancy, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yep, this is uh, – I have no uh, – reasoning or arguments for for buffalo here um you could have the new coach angle if you want to keep on la until they lose um that's a fair angle you you could get four or five wins with la there um buffalo coming out of the break uh scored one goal in each game um you had uh dallas and then the whole world was taking buffalo on that saturday game and they only had one against uh was that hofer too i think that was a hofer game so um i mean the blues are playing good hockey blues are playing good but um you know listen Buffalo's trying to win you're right granado's on the hot seat he's been on the hot seat and i don't know if his team's gonna be able to step up here so and the middle stat rumors tim who do you like here kings or sabers i would be looking uh king's team total over three and a half and that would be it Okay, yeah, and over under in that game is six per DraftKings. Again, I know every book is different, so I would take. Your I, w- I would lean towards the over as well, but I'd definitely be looking at the at the Kings team total. Okay, let's go back to uh, Ducks at Canadians. Habs are one of three teams that don't have a shutout this year. Um, um yeah. Go ahead and uh, I I don't want to. I'm good, man. I'm sorry. I was reading the message. Uh, Ducks at Canadians. I like the Ducks at plus one thirty here. That's real quick. Rico, who do you like? Yeah, I mean Montreal's going to bring an effort there at home too. But the Ducks. That's another first game on a road trip for for Anaheim as well too at Montreal's. Then you go. I love Anaheim's game against the Edmonton the other night too. They played a good game. They lost four to three, but. Yeah, Montreal's lineup. Montreal's lineup is so thin right now, too. And I mean, they're coming off two losses while getting blown out by the Blues. So you think they're going to come up with a better effort? Almost like maybe like a draw type thing in that game. 
probably not going to see a whole lot from each side, maybe a bit more Montreal effort. So I think it's small play on Montreal or maybe the draw. But just a, the just over a under is six and a half here is what I'm getting. Yeah. So imagine it's close for you guys. Ducks over seven for Andrew. Go ahead, Perlo. I take the over on this game, six at minus 125. I got a six. I don't know what everybody else has, but um, I, I, I think Montreal's kind of give up to ghost a little bit. It'd be tough. Kind of put a little bit on the draw, and I put a little bit on Anaheim. They, Montreal's just too beat up, and I don't know. I can't trust Anaheim either. So I'll just take the over, over six. Yeah, I'm getting six and a half, just again. I got that on. Uh, I got. You have over on, six. Yeah, I got. I got over six. You can yeah. you can find six sixes out there. If it's okay. six and a half, I I probably just fade the game. Go ahead, occupancy. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, series history here uh, been high scoring seven, five, seven, nine, and six. Um, personally, I don't like anything in this one. Um, I can't. I can't. I can't read it. I can't read this one. It's an interesting matchup, uh, battle of the you know battle of the bottom feeders, but it's a pass for me here. Okay, go ahead, Tim. Yeah, I like the over, and uh, I do like the Ducks in this spot. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do. I like that plus money. They've been playing some. I, I just like it first. Game. I like it first game on the road, right? Montreal hasn't been playing the greatest hockey, even though it is Montembeau and that. I still like the Ducks, and I like the over for sure. Okay, Rico, we got Blue Jackets at Senators. Sends I like Ottawa there. They're putting a little streak together, so they're probably be feeling good after beating the Leafs. So I seven two see, and yeah. one in their last ten or something. Ottawa. Yeah, I know. I think they've won about three in a row, but I like I like Ottawa in that game. There's probably reasons for it, but. I don't want to go into them. Sends are on a three-game win streak. Yeah, probably be Merzlikas against Corpusalo, but Fantilli's out, Chinnikov is out. So a little bit more scoring on the Ottawa side, I think. They'll probably be able to get a couple more. I I heard they got Forsberg back too, Ottawa. Well, yeah, they'll probably have to move somebody out because Forsberg's coming in, but I know – uh, back in December, Columbus beat Ottawa 4-2 as well, so a little bit of a redemption knowing these guys beat us last time. So, More a reason to take Columbus on plus money because they're getting decent money there. <laughs> like the- I'm just going to an outright, win- outright winner. I'll, I'll look at the game closer to game time, but I'm just thinking Ottawa wins that game. Doug says, uh, oh, that was, he said, uh, Doug, I'm sorry. He had Ducks over uh, over six. TT, the over. Uh, Perlo, go ahead if you want to do anything in Blue Jacket Senators here. Ottawa destroys this game. I think Ottawa just ruins Columbus. Minus one and a half, I would even go plus 125. I, I, I don't think they give any mercy to Columbus, and Columbus has – they have no cohesion, no nothing. There, like, there's nothing. There's nothing. So, I think Ottawa beats the crap out of them. First period puck line, minus one and a half in regulation, team total over all of it. I, I think Ottawa. I think Ottawa goes crazy there. Okay. Occupancy. 
Yeah, this is going to be how to how to back Ottawa here. Um, <laughs> I, I like a Columbus game just as much as the next guy. You know, they got they're an interesting team. Um, they got some characters. If anyone's looking for fun Instagram and Twitter accounts to follow, check out some of the Blue Jackets uh, players and, and follows. They uh, they're kind of funny, but um, in terms of winning this hockey game, no, I. I think oh, Ottawa's gonna build. Oh, down in the bottom there. I think Ottawa's okay. gonna build yeah, on a big character okay. win uh, over the weekend. Um, but it's just how do you get involved with the minus two hundred? So that's gonna be uh, t- tomorrow's puzzle. Uh, Goose, go, uh, go ahead. I'm I'm looking uh, Senators, same as you guys, all the way. I like the puck line and the full game. Plus or minus one and a half. I think that's probably where I'd go. I don't mind the first period look, like Perlo said, but I, I do like the full game minus one and a half. I think that's probably the. I think that's the easiest bet to make. And then, like you say, look a little bit more at, at a few more of them. But that's my start. So uh, next one, I think uh, Beard said that for a second. Um, we got Blues Leafs. Rico, what uh, what do you think? Holy shit balls. Come on, Rico. Do it, buddy. You're I'm, not betting against, I'm not betting against Toronto, but I know Perlo likes that plus one, 175. I think the Blues are getting. Yep. But uh, I'll, I'll, Jay, Jay Rose will even commented on your post there too, eh, Perlo? I yeah. saw that. Yeah, Jay, Jay and I talk a lot, actually. He's a, he's a good hockey guy. Uh, I, love, I love talking to Jay. Yeah. Allman. Almond uh, come. But I, I, I got to go downstairs and let somebody in. So I'm gonna. Well, you already know. I'm. Almond I come. Can't go, I can't go against the Blues. Say hi. I wish, Say hi to the boys. I, I wish I. Say hi to the boys. Hmm? Say hi to the boys. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, yeah we can hear you, Perlo. Hey, Tim, oh. mute yourself real quick, man. Just mute yourself while Perlo's giving his pick. And then. No, we'll, that's we'll okay. Just... I just didn't know if I had to mute yep. myself. Um. Yeah, um, I, I get it. Like, maybe Toronto has balls tomorrow, but I'm not betting on that. Taking plus one seventy five. I like the Blues the huge. Plus, did Rico pick I'm this? Doing, I'm doing that all day. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not betting day. against Toronto. I'm not betting against the Leafs. He'll probably go over the number. I would think. I don't know, but yeah, I definitely would take the over. It might even be the better bet. But I, I got to go, go ahead. Go. I got to oh, go. Oh, sorry, Perlo. Yeah, these this series history, you can't even look at an under. Um, 11, 9, 9, 11, and 7 uh, in the last five games between these two teams. So um, when it comes to the total, um, you know, I may, I may look for a live over if we can get a five and a half after a slow first few minutes, um, just because it's probably going to be a very uh, juiced six and a half to start. And uh, there's that. Um, with respect to the side, um, the Blues let me down uh, when it counts, and I know they're playing well. Um, you know, character wins uh, to start their, you know, the break. Um, you know, in Buffalo uh, at brunch, you know, that's a tough one. And then, uh, you know, in Montreal. Um, but I don't trust this team, to be honest. Uh, I don't. And I, and I, I think the Leafs have that type of talent where at any given moment they can turn on the burners and they're a top five offense in the league. Um, so I'm not going to have a unit against them. 
uh, kind of like what's been said. So has to be a, a pass for me on the side and then looking for a five and a half over live. Okay. Uh, Tim, go ahead and give your pick and move on to the next game. All right. Well, unlike unlike my man Rico, I will bet, bet against the Buds. I'm taking St. Louis. Yeah, plus 164 is nice money. Are you just taking the money line uh, and the blues, Tim? Yep. Okay. Yep. Let's go to the next game. Avalanche versus Capitals. I'm all over my caps. They have played an incredible last two games. They should have got – they should have beat – the effort was there on a back-to-back against the Canucks. I love the game. They should have won it. They actually had a lot of scoring chances, um, and people are shitting on them right now. But uh, I think they know that this, this is the last this group is going to be together for a while. I think they're going to um, do something. So uh, I definitely take the – the caps here. Um, um, Rico, what do you got? Since we're in movie references, I feel like the guy from Mr. Deeds is like representing the Washington Capitals. You underestimated my sneakiness. Like this, this Washington team is very, very sneaky right now. But Colorado has lost a few in a row as well, too. So I know Washington doesn't want to go into a tailspin losing six in a row again. So they're going to play this game tough. Um, big, big money if you want to lay Colorado here, but I mean, Washington at home, Anko Vetchkin's putting a puck in the back of the net again. The boys are getting back together. And saying, you know. So I, I, I'm not laying the money on Colorado, but I'll probably take a closer look at this game, maybe some props or something. But yeah, aside here, I mean, it's Washington or nothing. I mean, Colorado's going to Tampa, I think, after this. And it's going to be lingering in net for the Caps. Yeah. Because yeah. Kemper played the last game, so. I mean, this the money's on Colorado here, but I mean. That's why I like the Caps. Play. That's why I like the Caps in this, because they've been playing some real good hockey and everybody's sleeping on them. They shut yeah. out the Bruins in Boston, and then on a back-to-back, they play the best team in the West, the Vancouver Canucks, and they should have won, and they lost in overtime with five seconds left to go because Connor McMichael decided to get a little fancy. But it was – a really great game, and they had a lot of more scoring chances than Vancouver did. And you just got to match up against Colorado. You just got to take away their weapons. And being at home, Washington could probably match up against them. So don't sleep on Washington in this game. Don't underestimate their sneakiness, Mister Deeds. Fucking go, Perlo. Let's go. <laughs> what um, you got, buddy? I, I, I've taken way too long to admit that. Uh, that Carvery is an amazing coach here. He's no, you've said it coach. from the get, Perlo. You've said it yeah, from but the I, get. Yeah but, I, yeah, but I haven't put my money on it. And I'm putting my money on it here. Which is his capital. true love. He is a great yeah. coach. I'm really impressed with what he's doing. Yeah. And when you hear yeah. Kipper and Bourne talk about Ovi's not moving, Ovi sits in one spot, that has not been the case. And by the way, Ovi didn't even get a shift in overtime because of how fast it is now in OT, he's, he can't be out there unless they have an ozone face-off. And they didn't have that. No. So he didn't play the overtime at all. No. And and Carberry is putting his team in the best chance to win. They're not doing anything in Ovechkin to get the gold record. He's not just standing there like a fucking statue, Justin Bourne. He's actually fucking playing the game of hockey. He moved his feet. The reason he got that empty net goal is he's coming out of the penalty box. 
and he fucking skated his ass off and beat a fucking guy half his fucking age up the ice and scored. He didn't do a clap bomb though. That's what I was, so no no bad thing here. Is the problem you're on the caps on this? We all know you have a life size poster of Ovechkin somewhere in your house there somewhere. I used but, to have an Ovechkin um, fat head. I used to have an Ovechkin uh, fat head. I'm, I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, but, let's leave um, that there. I'm pissed at myself that I didn't I didn't bet on Carvery earlier. This guy is an amazing coach. This Capitals team should not be doing this good, but they are doing this good. And I think they're going to come out here and I, I'll take a draw and the dog here. I'll take the Capitals in the draw. Occupancy, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, to, to what Beard has been saying about kind of the, you know, what, what people are saying about Ovi and the team. And, you know, look, they had 33 shots on Sunday and they played great, um, you know, Saturday. I'm actually a big lingering guy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, can you say he's back after beating a hungover Boston team? I'm not sure. But we've seen him and he can be good. Um, and and, and I, yeah. I think that he can be, you know, a two goals against kind of guy uh, in the long run. Um so uh, I like Lingren, and uh, listen, I think Colorado's in a rut. I mean, look at what they've done out of the break. Yeah, and they are we going to point fingers and say it's mismanagement? And and who's making the decisions to to keep Gorgiev playing sixty games this year? Um, and letting well, the top guy go? And, no Nachushkin, no Landeskog. No, they've been without Manson and Gerard for stretches too. Like they've been yeah. banged up as any team. But you're right. They're frauds right now, guys. I think. Go ahead, Occupancy. Yeah. I'll let you finish. No, no, no. I mean, no. You're, you know, and look, I mean, we want to compare it to Carolina. I mean, you know, you had shaky tenders in Carolina, but at least, at least Rod's trying to build a, a three or two, three man, four man rotation, even to, to get some kind of people in there. We got Bednar just, just running Georgiev into the ground. It's like, come on, man. These are, these are games where you're going to have to trust your, your team and, and give either Eustace or, some other guys start, so I don't know who the third string is. Uh, but but either way, I just think Colorado's poorly managing their squad right now, and, and Washington is is playing uh, some decent hockey. So uh, let's let's go dog here. Let's go. Uh, let's take the Washington Capitals tomorrow. All right, we got a lot of people. Go ahead, Tim. Well, I'm going to make it a clean clean sweep because I agree with everything that's been said. Avalanche are not playing good hockey right now. They're down to a one line squad essentially. Where Washington is playing better hockey, they're getting some guys back. They're they're starting to they're starting to show some life. So I definitely like uh, Washington on the money line, and I would even probably like the uh, over in the first period, uh, but not both teams to score. All right, let's go to the Kraken visiting the island it's a back-to-back -back for seattle they were in new jersey at the rock tonight so it's not like a real road trip what do you think rico the kraken are playing themselves right out of a playoff spot on this road trip right now man they're yeah. having a real hard time and then they got injuries on the back end right now i know justin Fultz's personal issue i mean dumoulin's out like these guys are just Having a real, real hard time. Patrick was team, you know, they got a winning record. The playoffs are in front of them. They're just trying to make a push with the coach. So, I mean, I, it's all point, all, it all points to the Islanders to win this game tomorrow night or the Kraken to try to come out of it. But, man, maybe a small play on the draw, but 
I could see a 3-2 game, 4-2 game either way. Last time these teams played, I think they combined for seven or eight goals, I think. So you might see some goals both ways, especially with the, the lack of D on the Kraken right now and the Islanders trying to push. So might be a first period over game, maybe a full game over, maybe the Islanders. Yeah, and my first my first look at this, like the Kraken are desperate, and if they don't get a win in Long Island tomorrow, I mean they might not get one on this road trip. It's yeah, I um, think that's a good assessment, man. Perlo, go ahead. Um, I think this will be a low scoring game. I don't think the Islanders are going to come on and crush them. Um, the Kraken are having a really difficult time scoring. Right that's basically been their problem. And we Over under is five and a half. It's before the lowest. The seasons, yeah, it's five and a half. That, that sucks. But um, we it's the lowest on the before day. The before the season started, we talked about how they had a high shooting percentage and all of that, and I wasn't sure if they were going to make the playoffs. Um, I, I'll take something kind of cool here. I'll take the Kraken – to not score in the first period. I don't know what the number is on that, but I'll take the Kraken to not score in the first period. That's that's what I'll take. That's probably about plus 250 or something like that. No goals for the Kraken first period. I don't think that the – I think the Islanders are going to come out hard. They need every win, um, and the Kraken just don't have any legs right now. It doesn't look like they have it to me. Um and Waz had some time to work on the defense for the Islanders. And that I just don't pass. see anybody scoring for the Kraken right now. So that's what I would yeah. Go ahead, Occupancy. So there's a couple themes going on with this game. Um, first off, I want to point out to Waz's second win versus the Leafs. If, if Riley puts his shoulder into Pierre Engvall, that game goes to overtime – and and that and the Islanders may not get two points in that one, so they barely got that win because Riley was playing soft, okay. And uh, then they crushed Tampa, but that's been their only decisive win under under Waz tenure, okay. And they're just look, getting healthy too. Then Pelican Pollock back. Pelican Pollock are back. A great addition. Um, you know, this is this this matchup. Um, I'm not backing the Islanders here. I'll just tell you that. Um, I think you like the Kraken. You know, I don't know because if it's uh, Grubauer who was maybe going to get this, he hasn't played in a while, so I'm not sure. You know, and and um, you know Sorokin would be getting the start, uh, which obviously I do like, but uh, he's you know, not this, been as good this year. As no, he was last, but no, but but he is the number one, and and uh, you know if you are gonna back the Islanders I, I would do it with him but um yeah unfortunately I'm just um I can't say for sure on a side right now yeah we but, can move it's fine man that's uh, okay you don't have to comment on everyone let's get Tim because I want to get rolling yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. going for an hour and 40 yeah so and I know Tim you don't have to stay on either but I, I want to give everybody a chance uh Tim do you do you want to bet this game or oh you're muted Tim got to unmute yourself. Sorry about that. Uh, the only thing I have going on here is uh, I, I would consider the Islanders team total over two and a half, depending on the number. 
other than that, I'm not touching the game because I don't feel good until I know who the goaltenders are. That would that would definitely factor into my decision. So for now, for me, it's a pass. I like the caution. I like the caution. Okay. By uh, the way, that's Kraken. Kraken to not score in the first period is plus one fifteen. That's you nice. Thank you, Perlo. That's nice. That's a Perlo pick for the day. We'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll write those down. <laughs> Kraken <laughs> and not score in the first. Yeah, Kraken that'll be one of our special. And that's plus one fifteen, and I'll tweet that out. Plus one fifteen. Um, well, I'll try to have two or three from this show. If you guys put put a special prop that you, you you're thinking a goal scoring prop or whatever. Uh, Hurricanes at Stars. I like Hurricanes as a road dog. Actually, uh, Rico, who you got? I like Carolina too. Dallas off a road trip. Carolina wins that game. I, I looked at it a little bit before the screen popped up there. So I, I like Carolina in that spot. Okay. Perlo. Uh, the Hurricanes have been my kryptonite this year. So it's pretty tough. Um, I like both teams to score first period. That's about all I got there. Okay. Occupancy, okay. go ahead. Uh, do you know if this is a six or a six and a half uh, for the total? Well, oh, yeah. Uh, this is a six and a half. So I would I would pass on the side, um, and I would I would look under. Um, I think we saw Carolina play that one nothing game um, over the weekend, and uh, these goalies, you know, we know what they can do, and uh, I think there's going to be a defensive effort, so I like under six and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Uh, Tim, go ahead. I like uh, I like the over one and a half in the first period. I like both teams to score in the first period, and I like the draw. Okay, draw season. Hashtag draw season. Uh, let's go to the Devils Preds before Rico goes. Doug has – he likes the Predators. I'm on TT over three. Preds team yeah, total over three. Okay. Uh, Rico, what do you like here? I like Nashville. Very, very good yeah. spot for Nashville too. New Jersey, three game and four nights. I think the Preds. Yeah, back to back, and they were at home tonight, were they not? Yeah. So, I mean, and who's in who's in net for New Jersey in that game? Probably well, it's gonna be. No, they called. They called up Schmid. They called up Schmid. No, I think it's going to be Vladislav Schmid. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you Akira, off. There, Akira Schmid. Akira Schmid. Sorry. Akira Schmid. Yeah. Who's had a 3.85 uh, goals against in the AHL? He hasn't really been lighting it up either, there. So. Oh, sorry. want to come up. <laughs> sorry, we're dealing with a little dog situation. Um. Okay, Perlo, go ahead. Easy one for me. Predators, puck line, first period. Devils coming, they're tired. They're terrible at home on, in first periods. And, and the Predators need to get off at a good start here. So, yeah, I'll take Predators, puck line, first period. And maybe over first period or whatever, and I'll think about it more tomorrow. But my immediate response is Predators, puck line, first period. That's got to be like plus 130, 
five or one forty or something. So. Okay, you guys don't have to wait for me to queue. Just go oh, to the next. All right, all right. Um, come on, pass. I like. Okay, uh, you know, like I like the Preds team total over three and a half. I like uh, Ryan O'Reilly to get a goal. And anything else I'll have to decide on tomorrow. What's the prop? What's the percentage on O'Reilly to get a goal? O'Reilly should be about plus 185. I like Which I like somebody, him. Yeah, give me that prop before we go. I no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out as one of our specials, Tim. So okay. I'll, I'll have to right now, uh Perlo's cracking not to score the first at plus one fifteen and then whatever. I'm just gonna tweet it out there and, and you know somebody's gonna hit one of these parlays one day and fucking thank us. So. <laughs> Are you gonna throw it out as a parlay? Probably. No, but but I would put it into a parlay because you get so much higher percentages. But anyway, yeah. you, you don't know, have to put as much I'm money, you know, you could bet a dollar. It could just be for fun. What you know? I'm saying is throw it throw it out as a parlay. Throw it out there as a parlay. That'd be fun. Okay, so cool. uh, since Tim is gone, I'm going to just go. Let's go to the next game. Oh, well, we got Tim back. Okay. Oh, we lost him. Oh, Tim. Tim will come back. Okay. If he had to go, he had to go. Uh, um, Canucks at Blackhawks. I mean... Rico, what do you got here? Canucks are going home after this. I can't see them going balls out in this game. It might be a bit of an under like Chicago's been playing. So if it's a six and a half, I'll probably take the under. Can't see them going back and forth here. I'm seeing a five yeah, and a half. Five You're getting a half, five right? and a half on that? Yeah. With the number one scoring team. Six. In the I'm getting six. I'm getting six as the over-under for DraftKings. Again, different for everybody. Um and Andrew says pass. Uh, Rico, were you done? Yeah, I, I yeah. If I catch a six and a half, I'll take the under, or probably take something a little more in game. But I mean, this. I think this the Hawks a... are having tough time scoring, Rico, and that's probably why. And Vancouver only had three in overtime against the Caps yesterday or Sunday. Yeah. So, but that, um, that much of a heavy favorite, like who, who's going to take Vancouver? Because this could be one of those stupid games where the Hawks win two one. But they they, they got to bank those points in Chicago, so they'll be. I mean, it's Vancouver puck line regulation, or just take props, take player props. Yeah. Right. Anyway, if I look weird, there's shit going on. <laughs> There's shit going on at the house here. And when I mean shit, I literally mean shit. Okay. Perlo, go ahead and go. Do you like anything in this Blackhawks? Uh, Canucks already spent too much on uh, this game. Although I, I lost my shit on the last one, but I, I've been looking at <laughs> No pun intended. I'm taking Chicago team total under two and a half and Chicago team total under one and a half. For varying amounts, I I just can't. I'm not going to keep on betting this team can't score until the day that Bedard comes back. So I'm doing that. That's what I'm doing. Uh, and and the New York Rangers screwed me again last 
that last time I've, I've made lots of money, but the Rangers will always screw me every single okay, time. Okay, what does this? What does the Rangers have to do with the Canucks and Blackhawks, my man? Blackhawks played because, Rangers because last game. The, the the Blackhawks played the Rangers last game, and they let a goal in with a couple minutes to screw me on that freaking bet. Same bet I'm doing on the Canucks, but I'm going back to it. Blackhawks team total under at minus one sixty. Team total under one and a half at plus one eighty. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Occupancy. Yeah. Um, Chicago has covered the plus one and a half uh, in three of their last four, um, and Vancouver um, in their wins um, have not covered the puck line in their last three wins. Um, they beat Columbus by one. Carolina by one and then Washington just by one. So Vancouver's not really covering the minus one and a half here. Vancouver's been on the road for a long time as well. Um, if I like a spot in this one, it'd be Chicago plus one and a half. You can get that around minus 100, minus 105. Um, depending on your book, I, I'd be liking the Chicago handicap. All right, cool. Love it. Tim? Uh, definitely a Blackhawks team total under two and a half and a, uh, uh, uh TJ, uh, Miller to uh, score a goal. Okay. I think I, I think I got that. I'm looking at three different screens here. So I, TJ, whatever okay. TJ's last name is. <laughs> JT, JT. JT. There JT. we go. I knew there was one wrong there. I got gotcha. you. I, I think I knew what you meant there. Okay. I'm glad you Let did. Me- this is a good one, huh? This is a sneaky good late game here. Red Wings at Oilers. What do you like there, Rico? Love the Wings here, man. This is a bad spot for the Oilers, eh? They've, they've been on the road the last three nights. They went to, to Vegas, Anaheim, L.A. Now they're home against Detroit. Then they go over to St. Louis, Dallas at Phoenix. Like, this is a weird flight back home for uh, for the Oilers. Basically, they Detroit on their first game of the road trip out west, and I, you'll probably see some scoring here, but if I'm, my first look, I think Detroit's just going to kind of probably beat the Oilers. I'm, I'm going with the I'm going with the Wings. Plus one eighty is a nice number. Yeah, bad spot for the Oilers. Fly back home for one game. Is that it? Yeah, Red Wings all day. Perlo. I love it, Rico. Yeah, I, I agree. It. It's a really bad. It's a really bad spot for the Oilers. Uh, they're flying right now, but I mean, I think they could just kind of sell this one. If I'm going to bet this game, I'm going to go the Red Wings, and I would go Red Wings first period money line. I like Red Wings first period money line here. I think they're going to be ready for this game. And the Oilers are going to be like, Duh. so whatever. I'll, I'll I'll put a little bit on both. Red Wings full game, Red Wings first period one more. Go ahead, occupancy. I'm going to be on Detroit here. Um, this is a bad spot for Edmonton, as been stated. And, um, you know, Edmonton, I think, took a big character blow when they did not beat Vegas. They looked disheveled. They looked pissed. They almost they were kind of shaky with Anaheim. Uh, they did get the job done there, but then getting shut out by LA. I think I think they wanted that record, and I think this travel spot is really going to hurt them. This line's going to move. 
Um, this is not going to be a plus 180 or a plus 170 tomorrow. Money will come in on Detroit. This will be around a plus 160. Oh, yeah, you can lock this in now. Yeah, so yeah. this is one that will move. Um, so yeah. I like Detroit uh, to win outright. All right. Tim. Uh, I'm with the boys on, on everything that's been mentioned, the travel, the spot. None of it's any good. I'm going to go a step further, though. I'm going to go draw, dog, Red Wings money line. Okay. All right. Okay, that's excellent. Uh, I like to hear all the, the, the story gamblers. Was that the last one? Was that the last one? Oh, no, we have one more, right? Hold on. Oh, my bad. Here, I'm going to turn the – I'll turn the screen off because that's the – all right. no, that's it. That's it, it for the card. Okay, so I want to revisit the Nashville game. I want to slightly change what I – I will take Ryan O'Reilly for an anytime goal, but I'm also going to take him to score the first goal at plus 1,400. Oh, okay, O'Reilly, wow. anytime goal, and then yep. first goal yep. at plus 1,400. All right, I love it. Okay. What do they call him? Yeah. The factor? Ryan O'Reilly? And he's been factored in a lot of bets lately too. Yeah, and if you and if you go back and look through like their last fifteen games, he's usually the first or the second goal scorer in the majority of those games. He he is the driving force on that line right now. So, I like him as an anytime goal scorer. Like I say, it's plus one eighty five was what I saw, but the plus fourteen hundred for the for the first goal scorer in the game, I like that one too. I think that's a really good bet. All right. Well, hey Tim, thanks for jumping on with us tonight, man. We really no appreciate worries. it. Always. Thanks for you having gave me, guys. Us so much insight. Yeah, I mean, I just want to thank you again for like the refereeing stuff. You knowing the the te- the uh, you know the Canadian Hockey Association rules like right off the top of your head. That's super helpful, man. I so appreciate it. You're always welcome to come on the show. Um, and of course, you guys are all the gambling aficionados. So I love I love hearing all the fun stuff. Uh, if you before you hang up, let uh, you gave us the plus forty. You gave us the Riley. Never mind. You're good. Yep. You, can, you can go if yep. you have to. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. It's always good to get together with some guys and talk shop. Yeah, hockey is fun, man. And yeah, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll hook up tomorrow night, and I can yell and scream at the Leafs. <laughs> yeah, okay, no worries, Tim. I I do hope for for chaos sake the Blues. Yeah, right. It's all, chaos is way more fun. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. I'm out. Yeah, yeah see you, Tim. Tim. Thanks again. Okay, yeah. that was so awesome for him to jump on era. Uh, he didn't. He didn't disconnect himself, but I'll I'll jog him off there. Um, what are your final thoughts, uh, Rico? Before we go, uh, my final thoughts are just to see how the Leafs come out tomorrow. How they set their defensive pairings. I know I'm close to home well, here. So Riley gonna... Riley's going to be playing, right? They won't have ruled in time, or is his in person well, hearing, hearing, hearing tomorrow? I don't think he's going to be playing, will he? I. I mean, it's New York. I, he could make it for the game, I'm sure. If the, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. What, I, what I'm looking forward to tomorrow is listening to Toronto Sports Radio and just see what the reactions are with what Riley gets. And I'm just going to be I'm going to be tuned into the fan 590 like I usually am. So I'm just going to listen to the boys at 4 o'clock Eastern time. And well, me too. See, see what they have to say and – you know, keep an eye on hockey Twitter because it's been a fun place lately. But one thing <laughs> I also noticed tonight, too, is that Super Bowl game was the highest telecast game ever live, right? And I didn't highest, see highest tuned in Super Bowl the... game ever, but yeah, it was the highest telecast game at 123, I think, point something million, it said earlier. 
So that was the most viewed telecast ever on stream. So it broke Super Bowl records. I mean, it was, yeah, just seeing everything going on with the Super Bowl and, and now the Leafs because it's a little closer to home. So, so it's a fun couple days in uh, in early February to, to, to visit social media and see everybody's comments and stuff. So We didn't even talk about the game that's going on right now. Minnesota and the Golden Knights. Are yeah, we didn't get a chance to, man. We had so much. The Riley yeah. stuff was going on. Or, or Jack Hughes' goal off, uh, off the Golden That was a nice helmet. shot. That was yeah. a beautiful shot. Dude, they yeah. got to keep winning too, man. They're, they're a team that's been let down by goaltending. I lost the game like six times, and then I was dealing with something else. So uh, um, go ahead, Perlo. Give us your final thoughts. 124 um, million viewers, by the way, according to the Wall Street Junior, watch watch the. Super Bowl. Uh, I'll just go back to what my original thought was before we got started. The Toronto Maple Leafs are a bunch of pussies, and that was a terrible move. And I think that uh, they're going to miss the playoffs. That's my final thoughts. <laughs> go ahead, occupancy. You know, my final thoughts are it's so tough to string wins together in this league and winning, losing, winning, losing is just the theme for a lot of these teams. And to actually go on runs, I think is just so tough. Um, but I've been really surprised by, um, you know, tonight, Philadelphia here, um, they kept getting beat down and somehow come away with two points. And, you know, Maybe this break was perfect timing for them. They're in fifth right now in the East. So that's just an interesting team. Like, you know, despite the, you know, the, the issues going on and, and maybe they do have, have uh, what it takes, but you know, all in all, um, it's just great to be here. Beard, Rico, Perlo, Goose was just, it's just awesome to talk hockey with everyone. And, and, and ultimately uh, my final thoughts are just happy to be here. Appreciate you guys. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't call it an occupancy Monday for nothing. We love having you on. You, I love your different your different insights, um, and you always bring real shit to the to your thoughts on your gambling and then the game itself. Uh, I enjoyed it. This was a fun one, man. Um, I'm gonna get a soundboard and we'll we'll get that uh, pussy ass. Leafs are pussies. The leafs are pussies. <laughs> Dude, I love it because Perlo's never afraid, man. He's going to say what he wants to say. It's good. Um, um, and I can't disagree with him, man, because Toronto can't get out of the first round. So um, no, I mean, Nobody wants to say it, but everybody knows it. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I appreciate everybody that came out. Uh, peace. We're out.